Hey man, there's this band I love And I know you love them too But you're just shaking your head Like you haven't got a clue but What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea Start a podcast and talk about it While sipping on a beer You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Hey, Alan. What is up? <sighs> Nothing. We've got to come up with a better, like, intro. Do we? Something more fun. I don't know. It's always the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think at this point, almost 40 episodes in, a little consistency never hurt anybody. I suppose. So we either sound weird and the same every episode, or we come up with something new that we say every time. Sure. But, you know, we get the gist. Yeah. So how you doing? Good. Doing really well. All right. Yeah. Just excited that it's my weekend. Yes, me too. Rainy, rainy weekend. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's kind of, it's not consistently rain anymore. No, it's not, no. We get those sunny days in between, and I'm okay with that. Also, yep. it's still light outside at 7.30. Oh, my so God. I love that me. more than I can say. Oh, me oh too. my God. Yeah. It gives me the boost I need. Oh, yes. Anyway. So here we are. Um, we're going to talk about some music but before that. What are we talking about, Kirk? We're going to talk about beer. What? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> what you Why? drinking, Alan? Uh, we never do this, though. Never. <laughs> never. Uh, I've got a beer from Varietal Beer Company. I'm pretty sure this is the first beer I've ever had from Varietal. Oh, wow. Okay. They're out of Sunnyside, Washington. This is the El Festigiato (laughs) Dry Hopped Lager, and it is tasty. Yeah, their stuff's good. talking about it before we hit record, and I said it tasted like Earl Grey maybe a little bit, which in turn makes it taste like Fruit Loops because my friend Jenny... I don't know if she listens, but she made that revelation on Facebook recently. <laughs> said she figured out the fruit that Fruit Loops tastes like, and it's bergamot, which is in it's Earl Grey. Yeah, and I, I agree. But it's good. It's a, a lower ABV, just a 4 percenter. Oh, that's so, low. So just taking it easy. How about you? What I've do you got? got? I think I've had this on here before. You have. I, I you talk have. about it quite often, but... From our good friends over at Reach Break, I've got their Soul, mm-hmm. which I really love. It's an ESB, it says ESB inspired ale. So, so it's not officially. I guess it's an not ESB, an official ESB. Yeah. So cool. But no, it's so good. I love it. I like it. So yeah. We, you know, I was trying to get us started with our <laughs> actual topic here because we're not here to talk about beer kirk we, we are not we're here to talk about music and it's another mutual we got a bonus mutual in last week so yep uh because next week it's our 40th episode that's crazy that is nuts so as you know we do listener picks on the tens and or every 10th es- yeah, episode yeah. i should mm-hmm. say so mutual pick for us hooray <laughs> and this one oh, it's one of my it's very, a good one. Very, very all-time it's a good one. episodes. And you guys picked it. We gave you a choice. It sure did. This album, which is Weezer's Blue Album, and 
Rise Against Siren Songs of the Counterculture, and it was an overwhelming cry for, I w- for Weezer. Uh, well, uh, Rise Against got more votes than I actually expected them to. It, they did, but there were more. I thought I thought Weezer was just going to sweep Over, it. Yeah, overwhelm. And, yeah. and I was like, wow, no, there's there were some people that wanted to hear Rise Against. So yeah. that's well. Don't worry, we'll we'll get to that one eventually. Yep, I for sure. I love Weezer. They're one of my very, very, very favorite bands. Um, anybody who's seen a picture of me will say <laughs> I probably <laughs> stole Rivers Cuomo's look, and uh, you, you wouldn't bit. you wouldn't bit. be wrong about <laughs> about that. Uh, I am with a heavy heart one of those Weezer fans who did fall away. During the rat- yep. Ratitude, Hurley yep. era. Me too. But I came back with uh, Everything Will Be Alright in the End. They brought back Rick Okasik to produce, and uh, he he takes their straw and turns it into gold. Gold records, probably. <laughs> Platinum. Platinum <laughs> yeah, records. I was say, yeah. Well, this this, one was yeah, this like, one. Yeah, I was going to say, sure. this one was, what, three times platinum yep. or something? Yep. So I am very excited to talk about Weezer today. Yeah. Well, you, Kirk, where are you at with Weezer these days? I know it's uh, kind of a, <laughs> in, in <laughs> like for music nerds, a very polarizing Oh, question. my God, it is. And I'm kind of, yeah, I did fall right kind of in the middle of those extreme views because I was actually, I mean, we've talked about I'm a little bit older than you. I'm not going to say just quite a, couple, a bit. Just yeah. a couple of years. But I was around... You know, I was a right age when this came out. Yeah. Uh, so in '94, I was, oh shoot, whatever. You know, I was I was the right. I was a <laughs> young teen. You were 16, oh, something like that. And I remember, I remember this coming out. I remember them getting big, um, and I remember watching the music video over and over again for Buddy Holly. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have my family didn't have cable or anything so we'd go over to my cousin Greta and Joy's and watch MTV at their house because they had one of those giant satellite dishes Nice, yeah the ones that you have to put in your front yard yes yeah Yeah. that (laughs) are just massive (laughs) yeah and then you had to tune it in and it would it would move to whatever satellite yeah Mm -hmm. it's crazy so yeah so I remember this coming out I remember that song being big and I I was into them for sure and then yeah like you said I fell away especially when Oh man, and I remember, you know, and it was like <laughs> yeah. talking to some some of their fans and just being like, "Oh my God, they suck bad now and they're terrible." And I was like, "Well, I mean, I I really envy people like my friend Cameron, who is the biggest Weezer fan, okay, ever, ever, who." As as far as I can tell, never really abandoned them. Okay, uh, you know, all the way, maybe. Sure. And just has he can find something good in every album that they. <laughs> okay, produce. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. I to date still have not given Ratitude or I I haven't listened to Hurley at all. Sure. Ratitude, I gave like one pass through, and I was like, eh. so I want to try it again just. To see where I'm at with it. So, uh, Rivers Cuomo moves. Just say we've been mentioning Rivers here yes, a lot. Yeah, yeah. lead singer, uh, guitar player, primary songwriter for the group. Uh, he moved to LA in 1989 with his metal band from high school, <laughs> Avant Garde. <Yeah. laughs> 
they broke up. Uh, Cuomo met Pat Wilson, uh, who is the drummer for the band, yes. moved in with him and Matt Sharp, who uh, went on to be their uh, f- first bass player. No, sorry. Scotty Chapman was their first bass player. Matt Sharp replaced oh, him. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. So Wilson and Cuomo formed a band called Fuzz with uh, Scotty Chapman. Then he quit. They refer they reformed as probably the worst band name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Sixty wrong sausages <laughs> with their friend uh, Pat Finn and Jason Cropper on guitar. But then they disbanded. So yep. he had a lot of false starts. Let me tell you that much. Uh, Cuomo moved to Santa Monica, recorded dozens of demos, some of which became uh, the first iterations of Weezer songs. Uh, Matt Sharp heard those, was very enthusiastic, joined the band as the bassist and their kind of de facto manager. Um, Weezer formed on Valentine's Day of 1992. They had their first show a month later, um, closing for Keanu Reeves' band. (laughs) which their name is now. Yeah, I don't remember. Something Dog. Clearly they're not uh, good enough to be remembered. But uh, uh, Weezer, excuse me, Rivers Cuomo told Matt Sharp as their de facto manager to try and secure them a record deal within a year. And um, they recorded a demo called The Kitchen Tapes. That was heard by Todd Sullivan, who is the A&R at Geffen Records. And they were signed in June of 93. So, yeah, yeah. a little bit over a year, but you Crazy. Know, they got there. Uh, this album specifically, their debut album, yeah. uh, it's self-titled, but uh, is known among the fans as the Blue Album because of the color of the cover, was recorded with Rick Okasik. Yeah, I've always heard that as Rick Okasik. You know, but I'm really, because I was literally listening right as I was waiting for you to get here today yeah. to Freedom. And oh yeah, Scott Ackerman kept saying Okasik. Did so he really? Okay. I thought maybe he knew better than Actually, me. But uh, it's probably I've been saying Okasik for years. I don't think I'd have no I don't idea. think it matters. He's not around to defend himself no, anymore. I so <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they recorded this at Electric Lady Studios in New York. Um, Jason, I don't know if you said that if I don't know if you mentioned now that if you if that name sounds familiar, he was in the Cars. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I didn't know if you had. I hadn't that. mentioned okay. it. So thank you. Yeah. Um, I thought you were talking about the name of the studio, Electric Lady Studio. Oh, that's, that. That's oh, Jimi yeah. Hendrix's studio. Uh-huh. But anyway, uh, Jason Cropper was fired. <laughs> yeah. uh, this story. Th- this is such a nuts story. So and it makes me feel so bad for this guy. I do feel really bad for him. So he, in the middle of recording God, Blue, Blue he finds out his girlfriend is pregnant, and it just like causes something in his brain to snap. <laughs> Band members were saying... He'd be fine one moment, yes. and then like the pressure of it would cause him uh-huh. to go up on the roof and just like scream. scream. <laughs> so, like, oh my god! Uh, they were like, "Yeah, you're not going to jeopardize this for yeah. us. You're yeah. fired." Uh, they replaced him with Brian Bell, who yes. is still their guitarist. Um, Rivers re-recorded all of Cropper's <laughs> yeah. parts in one take. Yes. Rico Rico Kasic said, "No, that's nuts. You can't do that." And yeah. he's like, "Well, we're going to do it anyway." Yep. And did it in one, one take, take. Yeah. which uh, is amazing. Here's what I love about Rivers Cuomo. It just makes him seem like such a nice guy. Mm. Jason Cropper is still credited on the yes, album. Yes, I saw Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is awesome. He is especially credited with writing the intro for My Name is Jonas. Which we'll which hear is in a minute one here. of my very favorite things to I, play on the guitar. Yes. It's just fun. Um, anyway, this uh, and, you know, this hard work 
paid off, and the album was released on May 10th of 1994. And I did see a, a snippet from an interview with Jason Cropper in, I think, 2014, when he admitted that yes. they made the right choice. Yeah, I saw that, which, uh-huh. you know, again, good guy. Yeah. They're all yeah. good guys, it to, seems like. They do, because, I mean, to, to be able to admit that, I mean, can you imagine being fired from a band, and the next thing you know, they're top of the charts, killing it, you know, famous, touring, like, oh, man, because your girlfriend got pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> and you freaked out. Poor guy. Yeah. Jeez. Well, that's, you know. Stuff happens. Well, <laughs> so. I hope I hope he found another outlet, or you know. I do too. Um, I, I did see he did play with some other bands. So. Oh yeah. I, you know. Any that we've heard of? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Well. But whatever. Whatever. Let's uh, let's get into. Let's do it. Oh, so I love this song. So excited. <laughs> so, track number one is the aforementioned. My name is Jonas. My name is Wee Pale. Wee Pale is the name of River's childhood sled. Oh, is that what that? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I always wondered that, and uh, I think I had read that at some point before, but was reminded of it in my research okay. for the album. Uh, this song is about River's brother leaves at a car accident yeah. that he was in, and possibly the giver. Oh, I didn't see that. I just uh, thought it was like his brother had some insurance troubles. Yeah. After the accident, but I didn't see the giver. Well, part. the main the main character of the book is Jonas, and there's some like parallel, not like it's inspired by. I sure, don't know okay. if that's true or not, but it seems plausible okay. enough. Sure. I didn't realize the giver was that old, because I remember reading it in elementary school, sure. but I didn't realize it was. This it's pretty old. And yeah. Well, what year is it from? The giver. Yeah. Oh, I didn't look. Yeah, I don't know. It's but it makes sense. I, I still think elementary school for me wasn't that long ago, but I guess... <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, when this album came out, I was in first grade, so... Wow. God. Yeah. And you were just getting your license. Yeah. Right about that time. <laughs> sure. Something like that. God. So, um, what a... Man, what a great opener. I love this song this, so much. This album for me is... It's a staple. I mean, I sure. listen to oh, it sure. all the time. It's like when you break in like a pair of shoes and they just like fit so oh, yeah. well, and you know can't get rid of them. No, uh-huh. it's just oh, it's always going to be there. I used to love playing this song on. I think it was Guitar uh, Hero Three. Uh, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Loved it. 
I just love, uh, here's how I knew that Weezer was back <laughs> was when they brought back the harmonica. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> you mean when they stopped putting, making music for Mary-Kate and Ashley movies? What? Did they make them? <laughs> they, they didn't make them. Their song, That Island in the Sun, oh. was featured on a song or a, a movie of theirs. Wow. So I was like, ew. Well, it was also an Out Cold. Was it? Yeah. Uh-huh. That was like, so Out Cold is supposed to be like a modern retelling of Casablanca, which is a fucking like <laughs> yeah. banana sentence yeah. to say out yes, loud. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. But uh, one of the characters plays that on the jukebox. God, I haven't watched that in so long. So like in Casablanca, it's, you know, <sighs> as time goes by, is like the song that... Sure is their song, but Island in the Sun gets played on the jukebox and he comes downstairs and he's like, how many times have I told you not to play that song? Because <laughs> it reminds him of that girl. Oh, I got you. But, okay. Uh, you know, Weezer <laughs> does a shocking amount of songs for movie soundtracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, they did, well, it, they didn't do a song for Frozen 2. They they covered a song for Frozen 2. Um, they did a song for Angus. Oh, we, oh man! Do you remember that movie? Kinda, yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to watch a little that. Bit. That's a good one. Uh, lots of movies. Um, let's move on. Let's. Unless you got anything else to say about uh, this killer opener? Mm, no, just that it's awesome. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so profound. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I can think of some people who might have done a better job than that. Actually, no, I can't, because there's no one else. song yeah well just i did and i was i think when i first heard it you know i didn't think anything of it i guess for the time it's just i know it's a character yes. right you know but well, i did i mean it's rivers but i read I'll, a, I'll get to that after your point sure yeah. well i was just gonna say I'd, i had read a quote um just how this song how did he put it? Not that it couldn't be made today, but if it did, you'd kind of be in trouble. Oh, sure. But yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't know if I agree with that because it is a character. It's mm-hmm. meant. You know, it's meant to be. He's meant to be over the top, like overprotective and yeah. kind of an asshole. I don't, I don't. I think character is the wrong word. Yeah. Though, because it's it's pure self criticism. 
Okay, you it think is. it's that well, level? And I, okay. and I know it is. Okay. He was quoted in a Rolling Stone article as saying, no one else is about the jealous, obsessive asshole in me freaking out on my girlfriend. Okay, okay. Um, he continued, the world has turned and left me here is the same asshole wondering why she's gone. Yes, okay. So, so I didn't see that quote, yeah. so I didn't know it was that autobiographical. Yeah. So, okay. I thought maybe he was playing it up a little yeah, more. Yeah, I thought it was a character, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so, so he's kind of he's kind of saying my bad. I uh-huh. I suck. Which it's like it's all the parts in himself that he recognizes are like really shitty qualities. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No. I I totally so. get that because I mean I used to be like that. I you know oh, sure. very jealous. Oh, very, me too. You know, I think all guys are you know when they're younger because they're just like they, so insecure. Yes. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. I hate and I hate thinking back on that. You know, being that guy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I get where he's coming from for sure. Yes. Yeah, I've been, I've been the jealous asshole. I, yeah. Ugh. Not my proudest moments. <laughs> no, me <laughs> Nope. Well, let's find out what happens to those jealous Uh-oh, assholes. That's right. <laughs> I was gonna say I got lucky, but yes. he didn't. Yeah, yeah. Next track is called "The World Has Turned and Left Me Here." sing some lyrics a certain way for like 10 years yeah. and then you real yes. and then you realize you've been singing them wrong so many times yes this entire time i thought he'd been singing you <laughs> and me turned away turning further every day it's you remain turned away Oh, yes, yes. I, I could see what you're saying, though. I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> I guess. So, um... <laughs> so, I found another quote on Genius that I just thought was great. It's from comedian and enormous Weezer fan, Hari Kondabalu. Okay. Says, of this song, it comes after track two, No One Else, in which the person in the song is being completely sexist. I want a girl who will talk to no one else who puts her makeup on the shelf. He's just so awful to this woman he's talking about. And then track three, The World Has Turned and Left Me Here, is about the woman leaving him. And it's justice. 
This yeah, is what yeah, happens yeah. when you're sexist. She will leave, and she should leave. Yep. In addition to the song being amazing, I love that little bit of justice in it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty great. That was good. I did see that one. That was on Genius, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yep. Good right. times. Did you watch the uh, the Weezer sketch from SNL? That sounds familiar. Was it? It was a little while ago. Yeah, it was like maybe two years ago. Yeah, that sounds uh, familiar. Matt, Matt Damon at a dinner party. Yeah. Oh Holy my God. Crap. Yes. The the thing I love so much about that sketch is how accurate it is. Well, how accurate it is, but how accurate it is only to Weezer fans. Oh yes. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There's like, uh-huh. There was a whole like chunk of the audience that was just they were. Um, excluded because yes. nobody knew what the jokes were. Uh huh. <laughs> like unless you but, were that. But that's fan. why, like, there were the there was that couple in the <laughs> sketch who was like, "Are people? Do people still care about this?" Like that was for them. Like the people who didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got like Weezer ride or die fans yeah. who were like, "I totally agree." Like, yep. <laughs> so, yep. uh, it was beautiful. I've spo- I've spoke. That's why I was kind of saying at the beginning that I've had conversations with both kind of sides of it, you know. That were almost that sketch. Word. Yeah, yeah, word, exactly. Word for word, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, it was so funny. I loved <laughs> like it you, so much. Like you said, this is this band and their albums is very divisive. Yes. <laughs> and what a band to, like, what a band to be so angering. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, people get so mad about Weezer, and Rivers is, like, the shyest person yeah, on the planet uh-huh. who's just like, oh, Okay. Oh, I'm still gonna write these songs yeah. that I like, so yeah. <laughs> it's it's great. I'm still gonna come out with a an album of covers and and not tell anyone we're doing it until it's out. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. those covers are gonna be amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I never in my life thought that I was gonna go through my life and hear Weezer doing no scrubs, but here oh we my are. God, yeah, here we are, and it's. <laughs> It's real good. Uh, one thing I was going to go back and mention when we uh, were talking about the personnel of the band. Uh, one thing I I didn't know when I used to listen to a lot of Epitaph bands mm-hmm. is Patrick Wilson had his own band called The Special Goodness. Yep, which I used to enjoy. I didn't yeah. know didn't know that's he was you know that's whose band it was. Mm-hmm. I guess and uh, Matt Sharp of course went on to form the Rentals. Rentals. Friends of P. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's hilarious? Huh. Because of Rick Ocasek being talked about on Freedom, they mentioned that song. Yeah. Because he used to be married to Paulina. Paulina. Paulina oh, shoot. I don't remember her name. Oh. But anyway, that's who the song is about. Oh. Friends of P. Oh. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. You just thought it was about something dirty. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm friends with P. Yeah. Freaky stuff you're into. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, oh boy. Let's stop here's, talking about gross stuff and go to some, song, something huh? more wholesome, shall we? Sure. Track number four is called Buddy Holly. What's with
Was this the first Weezer song you ever heard? It was. It was the music video that I said we watched on MTV. So yeah, it was the first. This is the first Weezer song I ever heard. Probably the first Weezer song a lot of people heard. Yeah. Yeah. My older brother, uh, we were driving to church, and uh, he showed me this song. Oh, okay. While we were driving, I was instantly hooked. So, Josh, thank you. (laughs) Um, So, you were over there playing air guitar. Yes. Which is very easy to do with this record. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Matt Sharp um, wanted both guitars and the bass to sound like yeah. one like unified instrument just sonically just uh-huh. unification just so you get like this awesome just in your face sound and this song is one of the ones that just like exemplifies yes it that. does it does yeah it's just a fantastic song let's talk about the music video we mentioned it a couple yes. of times I was spike say- jones directed <laughs> right? it Happy days inspired. Um, yes, spliced the band into footage of Happy Days yeah. at Al's Diner. Uh, I bought a DVD Whoops. of. No, oh, no, let's listen to it again. It's fine. As Patrick, as Patrick would say. Yeah, yeah let's hear it again. Um, Damn it, Patrick. I know, man. Um, I had a DVD called Weezer. Actually, I still own it. Uh, mm. Weezer Video Capture Device, and it's all of their music videos up until like probably 2006. I think oh, that's sure. When the okay. DVD came out, and um, like a there was a documentary on it of like the making of every album they had come mm. out with up until that point. Um, and they were talking about making that music video and how they brought back Al from Happy Days. <laughs> And how they all they had to do was dye his hair black, and he looked like other than that, he looked oh, wow. exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I thought that was pretty nice. cool. And they pointed out, you'll have to go back and watch the music video. They pointed out like this: <laughs> there's this this shot at the end of the music video uh, after the the band is done playing the song, where for some reason they just they caught Patrick at the drums just looking he just for a split second looks so sad he's oh, just no. like he's just looking off into the distance like <laughs> but it's for a split second like you you it's a blink and you miss it i thing. gotta watch and that they tonight just, they all i remember is like the commentary on that is them just laughing so hard <laughs> because of it uh, um i love being from wisconsin and happy days you know being set in wisconsin how yeah. they say in the video even uh that Weezer's from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I did see, too, that that song, when it was released as a single, was released on Buddy Holly's 58th birthday. Yes. Well, they weren't even going to have singles on the record. Did you read that? No. Uh-uh. Um, let me try and find it. Uh, yeah, they they initially decided, they were like, yeah, we don't really want... Sorry, it's no, going to do that buzzing <laughs> thing. At least we figured out what that noise is. Know, all right. Um... The band consider nope, that's about producing. Um, nope, I don't know. I can't find it. Yeah. Sorry, that happens a lot. <laughs> We're on a. I mean, I could literally just cut all this out, but I'm not too worried about what it. Whatever. Um, sorry, Soup Dog. <laughs> oh <my God>. We're <laughs> trying. <laughs> I feel like it's like the sword of Damocles. Anytime we make a mistake, is that Soup Dog's going to leave yeah. us another review? I mean, Rivers. I, I, we we do have to you know say from earlier that Rivers Cuomo was one of the best drummers that we've heard. I think 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Pat Wilson is clearly a gifted songwriter. <laughs> Very, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> now we're just making like those memes where yeah. people mix a bunch of metaphors. Yeah, you it'll know. be like, may the force be with yeah, you, spoken by Albus Dumbledore, <laughs> but then it's a picture of Spock. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Love that. All right. Just keeping you guys on your toes, making sure you're not. Falling. That's right. Yeah. Make sure you're not falling asleep while you listen, because as say, soon as you heard Kirk say Rivers Cuomo is one of the greatest drummers of all time, you went, huh? "What? Oh, wait, no, hey." hey. <laughs> and and you should know that every mistake we make on this podcast is on purpose to to spur you guys to to you know interact with us. So yes. There, yes. We, we definitely know everything. Yeah. So don't even bother <laughs> emailing us or commenting no, on it. It was on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying don't bother ever because you're never going to catch us in a lie or making a mistake from never. now on. Oh, no. We got one. You guys got one. <laughs> Soup, oh, Dog. Soup Dog claimed it. Now they're going to be now they're gonna be like nitpicking. Damn it. <laughs> it's worth a shot. Yeah. Well, you know what you guys can do? Oh, boy. Well, if you want to destroy this podcast. Uh, okay, I'll give you that one. That was good. Just, just start a thread and we'll walk away. <laughs> this is track number five. It's called Undone, the sweater song. I felt like a radio DJ just then. I love this song, though. Me too. It's the first Weezer song Rivers ever wrote. Was it? Okay, yes. I didn't see that. Yeah. So there's a couple quotes from Rivers about this that just make me love him so sure. much. Uh-huh. Like, oh, man. That that little man. <laughs> uh, so he said to Billboard magazine, it's been the case since our first album that people thought we were just being sarcastic and yeah. ironic. Uh-huh. When I wrote the sweater song, to me it was a very sad song about depression, and people heard it on the radio and thought it was hysterical. <laughs> Which I don't get because I hear that song and I'm like, yeah, this guy's like, yeah, really sad. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, I totally but get. But maybe it. it's because like I identified or something. I, I don't think know. that's probably part of it because I definitely identified with this song, like you said. And I mean, it sounds upbeat, I guess, but it's kind of like one of those you say like sounds upbeat, but it's really. Mm-hmm kind of dark some of my favorite types of songs yeah so he also said to rolling stone uh about this being the first weezer song he ever wrote he said he wrote it back in 1991 
He said, I was trying to write a Velvet Underground type yeah. song because I was super into them and I came up with that guitar riff. I just picked up that acoustic guitar and the first thing I played was that riff and it feels so classic to me. Even now when the band starts to play it, it just takes over the energy in the room and you're just transported into the world of Weezer. And this is my favorite part of that quote. He said, it wasn't until years after I wrote it that I realized it's almost a complete ripoff of Sanitarium yeah. by Metallica. <laughs> it just perfectly encapsulates <laughs> Weezer to me. You're trying to be cool like Velvet Underground, but your metal roots just <laughs> pump through unconsciously. Uh, it's great. Yeah, I love that's it. pretty awesome. So this song features their quote-unquote fifth member, Carl Koch. Uh, Koch, I think. Yeah, I saw that. Um, K O C H. Yeah, right he's uh, he's been a friend of the band and uh, kind of runs their uh, their Weezer in website and encyclopedia. Mm, sure. And it also features um, fan club runner Michael Allen. Uh, she's the female in the interlude uh, later in the song. Uh, her and her sister Carly were actually mm-hmm. the subject of a Weezer song called Michael and Carly. I saw that. Yeah. On the deluxe a 10-year edition of the Blue Album, which yeah. I bought when it came out. Um, Michael and Carly actually died in a car accident oh, no. with their younger sister on the way home from a Weezer concert. God, that sounds familiar, actually. So, um, I yeah. I heard that. So yeah. that's her voice on the album, or on this track. Um, Michael and Carly is actually a really good song. Is like, it? Yeah. It was one I of the ones that they almost put on this album. I saw uh, that, yeah, but then they didn't. Yeah, uh-huh. so. And um. actually, that whole like deluxe disc has just gold on it wow okay um they actually have some of the kitchen tape demos that we were talking about earlier Uh on that track a couple of live tracks um there is a song called my caroline which is a barbershop quartet song (laughs) because the band did barbershop as warm-ups i saw that to, yeah uh-huh. you know kind of solidify their harmonies yeah and that's kind of where matt sharp found his his uh his kind of signature throughout this album is singing falsetto mm-hmm. above mm-hmm. rivers um kind of find you know found that during those exercises uh there's a, r- a really uh, one of my favorite weezer songs called jamie and uh, it sounds like a love song yeah it's about their lawyer mm. oh jeez, <laughs> and it's awesome and I think Dashboard Confessional actually covered it. Okay. What a bunch of weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, very nerdy. You know, we talk. Uh, we talked last week, and then also, um, I think maybe during Alice in Chains, we, we've had this recurring conversation the past few episodes about how blank band is an answer to blank genre. Yeah. Oh, sure. Excuse me. So we said, you know, the weaker thans was like kind of this answer to like music that was coming out in the late nineties. Yes. It was very just like guarded and oh, I, I know like what you're getting. I know or what you're Nirvana was in response to you know the metal of yes. the time. Uh-huh. Weezer has been said to be like a response to grunge. Run, so yeah. it's, it's kind of cool how we've been able to like kind of bounce find from these answers <laughs> or these. Yeah, kind of call and, and response. Yes. And as in bands. And, I mean, Weezer probably doesn't think of themselves like that. Sure. They probably just think of themselves as Weezer. Well, sure, yeah. But, you know, you look back on things and you're like, yeah, I mean, they were kind of just dorky, nerdy, yeah. like, uh-huh. singing about not getting the girl. And they were kind of like, <laughs> I had seen them in my research kind of credited with 
emo music okay in the 90s, sure. like kind of making it okay to start writing songs like that which is huge sure yeah and i did see them talk about in some interviews how they did kind of have a rough start maybe rougher than it could have been yeah because they were coming to you know fame during the grunge era mm -hmm. and they weren't grunge so people People wanted grunge, and they weren't grunge, so yeah, they, and it uh, was really hard for them to kind of make a name. For yes, exactly. At That's first. yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. um, two other things before we take a quick break here. Um, I did see that during the making of the album, Rick Ocasek, one thing one thing he said was that he wanted them to switch their guitars to the bridge uh, uh, pickup pickups, yeah, um, to to make it kind of had that brighter sound. Mm -hmm. And then I saw that while they were mixing the album, they wanted some of the songs to the guitars louder, and they compared it to Creep by Radiohead. <laughs> yeah, so the, I saw that. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah, hey, let, let's talk about this music video too. What's that? Have you seen this music video for Undone? Oh, I ha years and years ago. It's another Spike I, Jones. Yes, I have. I almost seen said it. almost. It's another Spike Jones joint, but that's. <laughs> I meant. I meant. <laughs> that's Spike Lee's thing. And yes. In yeah. my in my head, sometimes I get them mixed up, which is hysterical because they are nothing alike. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> in so many different ways, but um, I'd like to see Spike Lee do some music videos. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Um, anyway, so this music video, it's it's pretty straightforward, like uh, just the band. Like Spike Jones pitched it by I remember saying, that being on a stage. Yeah, Spike Jones pitched it as the band playing on the stage, upside down camera with a pack of wild dogs. <laughs> okay. And so it's literally them playing the song, and then at one point you just see a bunch of dogs oh, run across the screen. God, it's been a long and like, time. And that's it. I mean, that's the music video. Okay. And huh. it's wonderful, and it it won like a bunch of awards too, like sure. MTV Video Music Award and. Things like that. So anyway, that's a Sweet. little nugget we're gonna leave you with before we go to break. Let's uh, let's listen to us talk about <laughs> our podcast platform and and listen to Matt and Trevor talk about Nighthawks podcast. Listen to them talk about the movie from from Norway. Norway. Yeah, that happened one time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, be right back. Hey, you've never heard this, listeners. This is Trevor from the Nighthawks podcast invading your space to ask you to give us a spin if you like movies. And I'm Matt, joining Trevor to ask you to join our cult. May not be a cult. Is definitely a cult. On the Nighthawks podcast, we cover new movies, old movies, great movies, so bad they're good movies, and movies from Norway. One movie from Norway, one time. You keep bringing up the Norway movie. One time so far yes, Trevor. so far and it's a really good movie from norway it is a good movie from norway. it's got stellan skarsgård look this is a promo for the nighthawks podcast do you want people to listen to the podcast or do you want them to watch in order of disappearance can we do both wasn't the point of covering in order of disappearance on the podcast to get people to watch it fair enough watch in order of disappearance then afterwards listen to our nighthawks podcast episode about it or any of the over 100 other movies we've covered you can find us on spotify amazon music apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, and at nighthawkspodcast.com. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Hooray. We're back. We're back. We just uh, <laughs> just got back from catching some waves because... Uh, oh, God. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, this is uh, 
Surf Wax America, brah. Like a bottle of beer The wave is coming but I ain't got no fear I'm waxing down to that old glory of past I'm waxing down because it's really a blast I'm going surf because I don't like a face I'm bailing out because I hate Marines I'm rats are running on and on in the maze I'm going surfing, going surfing I love how they describe this song as uh, basically punk Beach Boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know Rivers is a huge Beach yeah, Boys. Yeah, I read that. He's uh-huh. Constantly referencing them in his music, uh-huh. and the thing that is kind of a takeaway from this song. I know we both like had to take. A yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot. There's that quiet, uh-huh. the quiet part in the middle of this. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, oh uh-huh. shoot. I have to make a note of that when I edit too, because I listen for the no music underneath our voices to oh, know yeah. when to like. Because I'm not going to edit the episode in the middle of a song because it cuts out a chunk of the music. Anyway, sure. You guys don't really care about that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the one thing that I kind of just dawned on me listening to this song is that, you know, when I heard this album, it was like 2002, maybe. Okay, my sure. first, maybe 2003, it was like my first exposure to Weezer. And it's songs like these that make it more accessible, like to a kid. Oh, okay, sure. Like I understand now that this is like a metaphor. It's not about surfing. Oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah. um, you know, when I'm a kid, I'm like, "You take your car to work. Oh, I'll yeah. take my board." I'm like, "That's a really cool sounding song." Yeah, or like yeah. Buddy Holly. Like I was focusing on "Ooh You." I look just like, just like Buddy, Buddy Holly. Holly. Yeah. But you know, it's. Whether they intended it or not, it's very accessible to, like, a lot of different age groups. Yeah, I can see that. You know, so. I don't and, know. like, you know, I mean, yeah, I was a teenager, I guess. So, but I was still pretty, pretty young, pretty naive. and Yeah. And so I think I was kind of the same way. Again, mm-hmm. like, oh, I, you know, the body holly and right. it's catchy and, yeah. yeah. You know, and that's the thing is, like, you know, this the album came out when I was six. Sure. But I heard it for the first time as a teenager. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, you know, this, this album sounds kind of timeless to me mm-hmm. because we talk pretty often about like grunge or what, you know, that they sound, it'll be like, this album sounds like it's time. Yes. Yeah. 
album doesn't sound like a time to me. No, I mean it's it fits right in there with bands that we've already talked about, like you know uh, OCs or J oh, Retard. Sure. It's kind of that kind of just chunky garage. Yeah, almost. it is. Yeah, it is. And it's weird when I think about how old this album really is. I mean, 1994. And it's like ah, I keep having to kind of remind myself of that. We're coming up on. 30 wow, years wow. <laughs> that hurt my oh, that hurt my oh heart no. a little bit <laughs> Jeez, that's uh, that's gross that is um <laughs> i almost said 20 years and then i realized it's not nope. 2000 uh it's not 2011 it oh, is <laughs> God. 2011 was 10 years ago man oh man wow that's crazy that is crazy but you're right it is very timeless i think it is yeah i don't like i don't hear a time in this oh. so great yeah i just uh, from top to bottom this album yeah is, it's, no it, it is it's, i mean yeah. I, I was gonna save this maybe for final thoughts but this is one of the handful of albums that i know of that to me has no mistakes okay yeah everything okay. Sure. about it is perfect sure it's also one of the only albums that i know every single word to oh okay sure because you know me. I'm not a lyrics guy. Sure. It takes a yeah. lot for me to pick out lyrics. And uh-huh. I now I know <laughs> now I know all the lyrics too. I was gonna I, say because <laughs> I did get those wrong you said you for had, yeah. so many years. But uh, I feel like my life is complete now that I got those lyrics right. <laughs> Alan, your life is complete? Yeah. Oh say it ain't so <laughs> Sorry, I, um, Alan's gimping out already. Fuck, I'm losing it over here because I just read a comment on the Genius page for this oh, song. Oh, no. <laughs> I can only imagine. Well, uh, it says, I'm 12. Oh. This is from three weeks ago. I'm 12 and I'm going to middle school. This is going to be my favorite song. And I'm going to middle school in three months. Someone tell me what to expect, please. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, Calvin. Oh. Calvin, Calvin, Calvin. Oh. Uh, you know, it's one of those things you just have to go through yourself. I can't Calvin tell you what to expect. Buddy. But you and I have something in common. Oh. Because 
this is a huge, huge moment in our podcast, Kirk. Okay. Say It Ain't So is my absolute favorite song of all time. Wow. We are currently listening to Holy cow. very favorite song. It has been at the top of my list for, well, decades. <laughs> Almost 20 years. <laughs> that is uh, something. I was going to say it's my song. favorite song in this album, which is saying a lot, but... Yeah. No, this is of all time. Hands Dang. down. I don't know why. It's sure. just cozy. I don't oh, know. I love, something about I it. I love just, this song. It just puts me in such a good mood. And this is one another one of those that sounds a little more upbeat. Yeah. And I, I don't think for years I didn't realize the darkness of it. Yeah. Until I really kind of, you know... Looked into the lyrics. Yeah, well, you read Rivers' qu- his quote, right? Well, now I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. About He said, uh, it was about when he was 16. He said, I opened up the refrigerator and I saw a can of beer, and all of a sudden I made the connection that my stepfather was leaving uh-huh. because my father started drinking when he left my mother. Yeah. Pretty Which, apparently, they've got a good relationship now. He, Do they? He and his dad. Okay. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> so Rivers actually annotated some lyrics on this on Genius. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So in the first line, he says, funny factoid, Pat actually helped me write the first line. I asked him what was a two-syllable word for refrigerator, not expecting a reply, and he immediately said, icebox. <laughs> oh, wow. So didn't really uh, <laughs> shed any light into his like inspirations in writing this song, but I just thought it was funny and a very Rivers thing to, I like, love. I, to say. <laughs> I, wish, I wish more artists did that because... You know, just commented on their own songs. That's yeah. cool. Oh, I do too. That's pretty neat. He's done it on a few of uh, Rivers yeah. on Weezer songs. Um, and you can always tell when an artist is the one who's annotating because the highlight's in green. Oh, so I didn't know that. if you're ever on Genius and you see green, uh, really? that means the artist or somebody involved with making the song. Gotcha. A lot of times sure. it's a producer or whatever. Sure. But, but either way, yeah. Yeah. Someone who knows something. Sure. Oh, and I'm sure there's okay. actually a list on Genius of like, Artists that of are verified artists. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Yep. I don't have any funny transition for this one. Uh-huh. So let's just go into track number eight. It's called In the Garage. Your harmonica. There's my 
My mouth harp. There you go. The song. Um, it's about finding solitude in, in introversion is what I wrote. Yeah. I almost said introspection, but introversion. Yeah. You know, Hanging out in the garage and doing your thing. Yeah. And, and yeah. That's where you're comfortable. It's also got a lot of references to, not a lot, a couple of references to River's love of metal. Kiss. It's a huge metalhead, which <laughs> is so weird to think about, but uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> great. I love it. I saw a quote from my, boy, I'm terrible at writing quotes down, but I think it was Pat, maybe, that yeah. said uh, he was speaking about River's loving Kiss and how he didn't love Kiss, <laughs> so... Which I get. I was never a big Kiss fan. Yeah, me either. Couldn't get into him. I tried too. Yeah, but well, you know, it's one of my favorite guitar solos. Is it really? Yep. Yeah. Feast your ears. <laughs> I don't. Know, I love it. It's it a is good. good. Song. Yeah. Uh-huh. This, uh, I have fond memories of me and my uh, my best friend John singing this song at the top of our lungs and. Just really enjoying the fact that he mentions Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, uh-huh, that was like uh-huh. our, th- you know, our thing. Sure, D and D. Nice. Yeah, it's a good one. Well, here we are. You know what this song is going to be? The, the pen- next one, the penultimate there track. There you go. Which is wait, what is that again? <laughs> it's the fifth from last. No. Oh yeah. No. 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 Right. Penultimate means track number nine out of ten. Oh, Holiday. There you go. Again, the, well, oh boy, remake of the Madonna song, right? Ah, this is what (laughs) caused it to stop (laughs) Stop. the first time. Kirk has already made that joke. Well, they don't know that. computer stopped working. (laughs) Because I think it was, it gave up in protest. I think it did. It's Um, like, that was a dumb joke. I'm done. (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) I quit. Again, things you don't know until we bring it up and probably don't care about. Uh, You're like, just... Give us an episode, damn it. God, I'm so sick of 
the ghost, the ghosts in the machine here. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, uh, Beach Boys again. Yeah, for sure. Very much so. Especially with that little middle part, uh -huh. that yeah. kind of doo-wop. Yes. And again, that's kind of where they were, uh, the reason they were doing a lot of barbershop exercises was to you know nail those harmonies. Sure. Make yeah. sure they sounded okay. You know. I get it. It's good stuff. So I saw that this was they were they were excited for a record deal, and kind of wrote this yeah. song as like a. You know. In jubilation, yeah. uh, they said something about it being a sudden burst of creativity. Or, sorry, confidence and optimism. They said right after we got a record deal, these positive emotions have since dissipated along with our <laughs> cash advances, <laughs> but I still like the songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was great. Uh -huh. I love it. Well, here we are at the, at the end. At the end. And, you know, this episode pretty soon is... It's going to exist Aww. only in dreams. Definitely a song I can relate to. Oh, yeah. I wrote down uh, Identify So Hard. Yes. Um, uh, this was... I should have waited for that. You should have. You know, I, I looked at the time and I was like, man, this is like a minute and a half. That's a long intro. But there is a long intro, isn't it? This is... Uh, this was on every mix I made for a girl for years. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, here's what I feel but yeah. don't know how to say. The first one I ever... Well, I guess it wasn't a mix. I think... At the time, because it was only 2003, I just wanted a girl to listen to it. Sure. So this song was the soundtrack to a trip to Europe that I took. Oh, nice. In okay. 2003. I listened to this, and I listened to The Beatles 1, which was just Ooh. that like compilation of their number one hits sure. that came out around that time. And I don't even remember this girl's name, but I met her on the trip, and I was like, I was... 15 and a hopeless romantic so i was like oh, i'm in love with you <laughs> like it was only a two week long trip which to me now is just very laughable but so very me at the time and i never got the opportunity to show her the song Aww. and uh, it's just been on every mix uh that i had made after that what year was that 2003 yeah okay because so i remember those beatles albums coming out uh -huh. now that you mentioned that yeah the one and then there was the well anthology uh, came out around yeah that, the beatles anthology. had a lot of those like 
alternate versions mm-hmm. of songs. And yeah, yeah, they did like the documentary came out with a mm-hmm. book, came out yep. with it, but that's besides the point. Um, I love the uh, the quote that I found for this. Uh, so, in commemoration of the album's 20 year anniversary in 2014, the staff of sports slash pop culture website Grantland gave it a track by track retrospective where they had to say this about one of the most crushing album <laughs> closers. And I personally, Alan, will go on record as saying it's the best album closer ever. Okay. But they said the Blue Album was a record made for people who preferred watching to doing before the internet came along and turned everybody into watchers. Okay, sure. What exactly were you watching in Only in Dreams? A guy not get the girl. Yeah. It was better that way because Cuomo's core audience of alienated teenage male virgins (laughs) preferred the camaraderie of those who did not get the girl to actually getting the girl because what in the hell do you do with a girl? (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) I suppose. Yeah. That's that's quite the take. But it's, it's a good song. It's a good way to close this album. Yeah. What do you, all these years later, what are your final thoughts? Oh, I love this. This is a great album. It really is. And I, I am a little sad when I think about walking away from this. Yeah. Because of, you know, other albums, but it happens. That happens with other bands to me too. I mean, I look at Metallica was another one that when they started coming out with their newer stuff that I felt was more kind of for a mass audience for you know more radio play right and I walked away from them too and kind of didn't look back yeah so yeah well that's the difference between you and me I think is that I I didn't necessarily walk away from the band as a whole yeah I kind of did and that's yeah that's what I I just I just didn't listen to those albums I didn't like and who knows maybe they're not as bad Maybe as you think. Maybe they're good albums, yeah. you know. So I sometimes think that too, with 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 similar situations that. Maybe I just didn't give them a fair shake because you know sometimes I think because maybe I did talk to some peers right. that that I respect their opinion and they were like, oh, new albums suck and they're yeah, terrible. Yeah, I think and honestly, like I just let other people convince me yeah, that they were bad. That's exactly what I think. Instead too, of yeah. just like channeling my love for the band, except <laughs> so. for I will say the singles, you know, uh, Beverly Hills and. Island in the Sun, I, ugh, yeah, I would skip them. Uh, so <laughs> that that's the thing is like, Make Believe was the first new Weezer album that came out after I became a fan. Okay, okay. So that was the first new Weezer music I got to hear with everybody else. So I was really hyped about that album. And okay, I, and I love it to this day. Sure. So yeah. Anyway, um, I was gonna defer the playlist pick to you, but it sounds like because I was gonna pick "Say It Ain't So," <laughs> I would have too. But it sounds like it's oh, your I favorite t- song on the album I too. I totally so would have. Yeah. It's gonna go on like the 500th playlist for me. Yeah. If you're okay with it. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Say it ain't so. That that absolutely would have been mine without a hesitation. Cool. Yeah. Love that. It's my favorite Such song ever. Such a good song. Um, we love you guys. Love Thanks you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, rate, review yes, us. Yes, please do. Give us a shout on uh, on Gmail, on the internets, on the emails. Uh, neverheardpod at gmail.com. Instagram is a good place to reach out to us, too. So far, we're just hearing from artists and and <laughs> bands that are like, listen to my song. Uh, we got one yeah. of those the other day, which yeah. we're always happy to do, of course. But uh, Oh, sure. We no, that's, from you. Yeah. We want to hear from you guys, too, our dedicated listeners. And, uh, oh. Yeah. Did you hear that? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, if you guys are nerds like us and you want to listen to uh, 
a podcast solely devoted to Weezer. There's a there's a podcast by Matt Apodaca called Oh yeah, What's with oh, these yes. homies talking about Weezer? That's right. <laughs> so he, being a huge Weezer fan, goes through their entire catalog with people who are on all sorts of ends of the spectrum yeah. as far as Weezer. It's pretty great. So it's I don't know. I, I don't know him from that one, but I know him from How Did This Get Played? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's on Comedy Bang Bang a little bit. Oh, that too. too. Yes, but, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Anyway, uh, we love you guys. And, Thank uh, you guys so much. We'll, uh, we'll also be seeing you only in dreams. Oh, unless unless you, know. you come like we see in real life. Yeah. Which some of you we see around town, so hello to all you and, and goodbye to the rest. Oh. And we'll see you or you'll hear us <laughs> next time, right? Yeah. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>